You know, back in September 2000, uh, that's 19 years ago, uh, one night when I came back from leading my connect group in Nilai, and I was staying in Subang, I came home uh, to my small little apartment. Uh, I was trying to flip the channels on the TV to see what's on. It was already 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I, I, I realized I wasn't really trying to, to watch something. I was just tired and just trying to calm down. And, and suddenly, I felt like God began to invade the space that I was in and began speaking to me in a vision. I don't always have that, but it was very clear. And God put that burden in my heart to pioneer a church in the city of Kuala Lumpur because I want you to do it. And, and to build a church that is not so much hung up by styles or traditions or, or, or things that we feel like we must do, but a church that focuses on a very tangible presence of God. Thank you, guys. Presence of God. And, and I want you to know, as the pastor, I've been here the longest apart from Pastor Keith and some others. We've been here like a long time. But this morning, when I was worshiping God, I still feel the presence of God was just so special. And so why, why did I want to do that? Because I know ultimately, you can preach well, you can sing well, you can run programs well, you can do things right. But if the church does not have the presence of God, it will just be another social charity enterprise. But we are not. We are the church of the living God. Amen? We are the gates of heaven on planet Earth. And so I, I desire to see Malaysia change for Jesus. I, I desire to see a breakthrough in our nation. I love this country. I love other countries, but I love Malaysia more. This is home. Everyone say this is home. Our home. You don't just say this during election. All right? So this is home. And, and because of love, a handful of about 15 20 of us pioneered this church in a small living room. And today, it's home to thousands. And over the last 18 years, tens of thousands of people have called this place home. And I want to tell you that back 19 years ago, it wasn't strategy that this happened because we didn't have any. It wasn't money that this happened because we didn't have much. It wasn't experience or intelligence because we have none. It was simply because of love. Love built this place. Amen? In, and I want, I want you to know that it will be foolishness of us to think that after being a church for 18 years, we can, we can now think, hey, if I got better plans, better strategy, better budget, we don't need love. But that is so wrong because it, was, it is love that will always bind us together. I want you to look at the screen, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. The way of love in a message version. It says, if I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, I'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. If I speak God's word with power, in this church, you have the power of God revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day, that the vision is so clear, everybody can run in with it. And if I have faith that says to a mountain jump, that even the mountain listen to us and it jumps. But if I don't have love, if I don't love, I'm nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor, 
this is like the pinnacle of every human living being. That if I can give everything I have to the poor, you will begin to think like you're the most sacred, holy person on planet Earth. But the Bible says, and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've got to know it. So no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. So the Word of God reminds us this morning, love never gives up. Turn to your neighbor and say, love never gives up. If you're sitting next to somebody you really like, love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. You place a priority in other people and not on you, not your needs, but the needs of others. Not what you want, but the wants of others. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. That means you're not envious. You're not jealous. Love doesn't strut. You don't parade yourself and tell people, look at me. That's not what love does. Love doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself on others. That means you don't go around telling people, my way is right, yours not. This is how you should do it. Listen to me. Love doesn't do that. Love isn't always me first. That's why we give up our seat in our church, because it is always about others. Amen? It is about the person that wants to cut into your lane when you're driving to work and you're not upset because it's about others. Are you with me? Drive slowly, drive happily, drive peacefully. You will have an awesome 2019. Doesn't fly off the handle. Doesn't keep score of the sins of others. Doesn't revel when others grovel. Takes pleasure in the flowering of truth. Love loves truth. Love how the Word of God, the truth of life, is being made manifest, puts up with anything, trust God always. Always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. Love goes for it. Turn to the neighbor and say, love goes for it. Next part. Love never dies. Inspired speech will be over someday. Praying in tongues will end. Understanding will reach its limit. We know only a portion of the truth, but what we say about God is always incomplete, but when the complete arrives, our incompletes will be cancelled. When I was an infant at my mother's breast, I gurgled and cooed like an infant, like any infant. When I grew up, I left those infant ways for good. We don't yet see things clearly. We're squinting in a fog, peering through mist. You and I don't know everything today, but it won't be long before the weather clears and the sun shines bright. We'll see it all then, see it all as clearly as God sees us, knowing Him directly just as He knows us. But for right now, everybody say, for right now. Until that completeness, we have three things to do to lead us towards that consummation. Number one, trust steadily in God. Number two, hope unswervingly. Number three, love extravagantly. And the best of the three is love. Verse one of the next chapter, the Bible says, Go after a life of love as if your life depended on it because it does. Church, go after a life of love. Your whole life, the whole definition of your life is defined by your love for God, your love for those around you. And I want to say this, because 18 years ago when we first started our church, 
I told you we have no money, we have no strategy, we don't have much plan, but we have Maggie Me. And so the leaders would gather in my house and we will eat Maggie Me buffet. I will cook a big pot of Maggie Me and they can choose their flavor. So, but those were the early days and you think about it and after that the church grew because there was a steamboat restaurant near my house called Yuan Steamboat. If you are an amazing connect group leader, you are the one that will book the table and you are the one that will get the chicken wings. Those were the stories of the days past. It wasn't cool, it wasn't outstanding. But why it happened? Because we love one another. We just love spending time, love praying, love being in each other's presence. Love brought us together. And today I want to ask you this question, is it love that brought you here? Love gave us a bigger dream. Love redefined all of our lives. Go after church, a life defined by love. And the difference today is, than that time, 18 years ago, is that the work of God today is deeper and the influence that He wants us to create is far greater. Church, 2019, let's travel light and travel together. Get rid of all the baggages of 2018. Baggage does not only mean past failures and disappointment, it also involves past achievements. Sometimes it is way harder to let go of your past achievements than your past failure because you keep thinking about the good old days. If the memory of your past are better than the vision of the future, your future cannot be bright. Your life is going to be miserable. So 2018 is over. Say over. It's expired. I want to give us all a new desire for life a new zest for life, the theme for our church in 2019, it's called Because Love. Because Love. In the first three months, we're going to focus Because Love Builds. The next one, Because Love Gives. The next one, Because Love Creates. And in the final three months of the year, Because Love Fights. The love of God is kind but not soft. God knows when to be strong, God knows when to be gentle. And I want us to develop that in all of our lives. I want to share with you the goals of our church this year. Number one, we want to plant two new locations in our city. I'm going to show you the location. You will probably at some point have to decide which location you want to be in. The first one, it's a location called Collective Bangsa. All right. Amen. The second one is called Collective KL because it's going to be in Kuala Lumpur. So, if there's one in Bangsa, one in KL, one is called Collective Bangsa, one is called Collective KL, what does that leave us? Here will be changed. We are in a season of changing names and upgrading ourselves. Here will be known as Collective Central. 2019 onwards. Come on. Amen. So we're going to believe God for 2,000 people across all locations. So Bangsa is going to grow to 150 people. We don't have a location in Bangsa yet. Uh, so pray. Uh, 150 in KL. Uh, 1,700 in Central. 
So 250 on Saturday, 1130 on Sunday. So we're going to count 1130, okay? In Indonesian service will be 120, and in Chinese service will be 200. Chinese 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 Come on, let's give Chinese service a big hand. Hallelujah. But we want to also increase our online presence. Our world has changed so much. People are watching stuff on their phones all the time. If you're a parent, I want to give you a parental guide today. Stop telling your children don't look at their phone. Don't fight the future. Fight for the future. They, they are going to keep looking at their phones. Because you know why? You are the ones always looking at your phone. Are you with me now? You're forever forwarding messages to everybody. So, since we are not going to fight the future, we are going to create content where people can be looking at their phone. Amen? So in our app, there are stories that you can read, there are sermons you can listen. But not only that, we want to create more inspiring, engaging materials, online content for you. So we are going to maybe put some cooking show that is made by our church, uh, filled with the teaching of the Word of God. Amen. Alright? Probably we have some songs inside there, some messages, because the world has come to a place where they can hear sermons 24-7. Nobody is going to sit at home now and wait for a certain time to watch a TV program unless it is a live sporting event. Are you with me? People want to watch Netflix when they want to watch it, when they want to stop, when they want to repeat, when they want to watch the second episode, when they want to watch another episode on the same night. The world has changed. And so church, I want us to change the way we think. Most people these days will listen to at least two messages in a week. One on Sunday, because it is a time of worship. Another time, they will log on and, and check out preaching by Pastor Irwin, maybe, by, by, by Judas Smith or Stephen Furtick, anybody that they like. So this year, we want to increase our online presence. And those of you who are watching us online today, right now, we want to increase that viewership from 1,000 people per week to 1,500 people that you don't have to only wait until the sermon is up. You can watch materials. Maybe Budji will give us a devotional on how to have the heart of a father. And Ibu will have a program called How to Have a Heart of a Mother. Number three, we want to increase our church planting momentum. Man, originally, our vision was to plant 10 churches by the end of 2020. Do you remember that? That's, that was our dream. That was our vision. But I want you to know, as of now, second Sunday of 2019, we already have 10 churches in Collective Global. Come on! Hey! Oasis, JB, City Light, Penang, Alpha Colors, City on a Hill, Creative City, Zealous, Borderless is going to be a new church plant in Malacca. Pastor Galvin, come on. Oh, you can do better than that. Come on, church. So when you go to Malacca now, don't look for the rice bowl. 
look for borderless, okay? They sold in Alostar. I want to introduce Pastor Fred. Pastor Fred, can you stand? Church, this is Pastor Fred. Manila, uh, he's still seeking the Lord for name. And uh, I, this is exciting. Maybe the Lord is really speaking to Misa right now. Japan is probably by far one of the hardest places to plant a Japanese church. It's easy to have a foreigner's church. I've been to Japan for 10 years. I plowed my life, worked really, really hard. But we, we want to see Japan transform for Jesus. Amen. Thank you for being here, Misa. Praise God. Amen. And uh, including, the 12 uh, including the two locations, we're going to start. There's going to be already 12 locations this year. So our global director needs to learn new languages. We are going to plant churches in other places. London is not bad. Amen. Perfect, right? So, I want to encourage you. Don't just stay here. If you feel in your life this year, you want to try something new, you want to be a part of Collective KL, when it comes up, sign up. Or Collective Bangsa, when it comes up, then sign up. But more importantly, the way we rethink church has really changed a lot in the last couple of years. We have so much to offer you that it, is, it feels like you are a new Christian in church. We want to empower everyone to win one. We don't, we don't as, as for me, I'm a pastor, when I do altar call, people get saved. We don't want to count that as personal evangelism. This year, try to make friends with somebody. Shake somebody's hand after service, smile to them, get to know them, pray with them. This week, I had a, I had a great, actually it's last week because it's Monday, I had a great opportunity inspired by Pastor Keith. I went to teach uh, uh, insurance agents, uh, something that is totally out of my norm, out of my comfort zone, and I struggle. I don't know whether I should introduce myself as a pastor or as a trainer or, you know, buff up the title a bit, consultant car, professional trainer. So I, I, it took me a long time. And finally, I decided to come clean, just pastor. And, and I went there, and I told them this. I said, you and I, all of you, how many of you here do insurance? Without shame, one, two, three, raise your hand. So insurance, so baotan, so baotan, so baotan pula. Insurance, I told them, you and I are the same. We both have a product that everybody needs, but nobody wants to talk about it. My product is Jesus. Your product is the plan. Everybody needs it. Who doesn't need insurance? Unless you have bucket loads of money in the bank. But you, oh, you and I need it. And so I, 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 I step out of my comfort zone and I have created myself a circle of 60 people right now that I am going to go lunch with them, get to know them, but I warn them this. As an insurance agent, don't go and buy somebody a meal and take them to a nice restaurant and eat some nice food. After the food is finished, everybody runs away. Church is the same. Don't be the kind of Christian you 
take people to eat steamboat, had a good time. After the food is over, you shh. You hear God's word? Ew. neighbor, that's not us. Are you with me? Because our world has changed so much, people no longer come together for a time in connect group to listen to the teaching of the word of God anymore. What people need these day, these days, is a personal touch and a personal relationship. In the past, people will come to connect group to listen to the preaching. Today, people listen to preaching at home. A time will come going to school to listen to the teacher in class is going to be obsolete because students will be able to hear lessons at home at their own pace at their own time. It will be so much more worthwhile when they come together for tutorial. When they come together for discussion, when they come together to learn something new, and I want our Connect Group to be like that this year in Collective Central, in Collective in here, I have simple expectation for you. I'm talking to you now. Number one, commit yourself to one team night a month. Number two, commit yourself to one leaders gather a month. Number three. Commit yourself to one connect group a month. Only three nights in a month. And that's your tithe. Three nights a month. Am I losing friends? Is that okay? And then for the next 27 nights, I want you with this life that God has given to you, take time to have a meal with somebody. Take time to spend time with other people to get to know others in the church. Everybody say, 27 nights free. 27 Amen. I want you to use the time to connect with God, to connect with people, to connect your friends to the vision of our church. We want this year to expand our mission's influence and collaborative work. In 2018, our mission's work impacted 6,000 600 people. Please give Jin Chong and the missions department a big hand. Amen. No pressure. 2019, we want to continue to build on that. We're believing God that our missions this year will touch 10,000 people. I'm expecting some scream right now. We also want this year, the last bit, is to train and empower our staff team. And this is probably one of the things that we neglected the most because, you know, the staff will always wait for all the things, all the expenses being spent, and then come end of the year, nothing much left is for the staff. We, we want to equip our staff better this year so that they can better serve all of us in our church. But then again, love is a verb. It is not a concept. It expresses itself in giving. We may have many dreams and goals as a church, but without corresponding resources, none of these goals will come to pass but merely exist as wishful thinking. We don't want to just have dreams and goals but no resources to make it happen. I want to establish a strong foundation for the future and a legacy that outlives all of us. I want to encourage us. I want to invite you to join me in the vision that God has given to us in 2019. We have a big dream. Amen. But this year, we have a crazier, bigger dream. And I like to 
uh, show you that dream, show you that vision in this video that our team has prepared. Come on, let's give the team a big hand. From the bottom of my heart, I just say, I just want to say a big thank you for making this happen. As you watch the video, you must be wondering why the urgency 7 plus 7. You know, last year, uh, while everyone's happily celebrating Christmas, you know, three days before Christmas, uh, I received uh, a WhatsApp message from our generous uh, the person who generously loaned money to us 就是那位, uh, to buy this place. You know, because 10 years ago, we were young and inexperienced. We only managed to raise the deposit 10%. But we didn't know how to get the balance of the 11.25 million. So this gentleman generously loaned us the money. He said, I'm not young anymore. That perhaps it is time, uh, maybe so that you can pay me back and uh, so that we, we don't get into any complication. It was three days before Christmas. The the instance I read that message, I have to admit that Christmas left me. I was like, wow. I said, Now, so for the next couple of nights, I couldn't really sleep properly and I was sick after that. I was part worried. I was part seeking God for a solution. You know, over the years as a church, because I started leading this church when almost everyone were young. So I have this in me. I will never share the burden, the financial burden of the church with them. As as a leader, the pastor, the big brother, I I will carry this responsibility myself. So, so when people come to church, they don't know we actually have a bank loan. They do not know, a lot of you do not know we actually taken a friendly loan from somebody on top of the bank loan. I don't like our church to always talk about money. In that not liking our church to always talk about money, we, we never talk about money. So some of my team, the leadership team, say, Pastor, you don't have to carry this yourself. They, they, they go and share the burden of the church with other people. 
他们就跟别人分享这个教会的负担。每一年、每一天、每个礼拜，我们看教会怎么在办聚会。我们觉得教会好像没有什么问题，没有烦恼啊。Yeah, they say because pastor doesn't want us to worry about it。因为牧师不想我们烦。I want to thank my leadership team of Kason, Pastor Keith, my wife, and Pachi. You know, they, they really backed me up this year. They said, Pastor, just tell the church the burden together. If we are truly collective, we are truly family, we should carry this as a family. That we got to fight for our future together. Let me tell you what happened in the last 10 years. 10年前, Ten years ago, when we were given the opportunity to buy this place, our church leaders that journeyed with us in our previous location called number eight. I still remember that night. I asked them, buy or not buy? And I say, if you don't want to buy, we don't have to move. Because I told them I don't need a big building to boost my ego. But everybody say, Pastor, buy! We back you up. Man, my faith grown. So we were crazy enough to buy this place. And it was a big giant leap of faith. Today we call this place home. Come on, let's give Jesus a big hand on Without their faith, without their faithfulness, we won't be where we are today. But before we move to number eight, uh, we were renting an office next to the side gate of Sunway University. Because we, we, we don't have a place together. And we don't have money. So I don't know how it happened. We went to that row of shops where Burger Lab is. You, you know where, right? And uh, I went to this office and I want to rent this office from this gentleman. I really cannot remember how it happened. I woke up the steps. I knocked on the door. I said, Sir, can we rent your office? Can you imagine how rude it was? I'm working and then suddenly some young chap unassumingly come to my room and say, can I rent your office? He said, uh, okay. I said, uh, okay. But I said, I have a small request. I cannot rent your entire office. Can I just rent the back portion? You know the design of the office? You open the door, his table is there. 
But I want to rent the other side. 但是我要住后面那一半。These were the days before co-working space. 当年哈、啊，就是还没有这种呃共享的空间的时候。I like to believe I'm the founder of co-working space concept. 可以不可以做创办人可以吗 ？Right? And and I say. Because I cannot rent the whole office, can you keep your table here? We we rent inside. 我说我租不下这个整个空间，你不能把你的桌子保留在我们用房后面就好了。If I think my 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 request was crazy, 如果我觉得我要求很疯狂哦 ，His response was crazy. 他的反应更疯狂。He said sure. 我说好啊。So every every time I go back to our church office, 所以每一次我就回到我们教会办公室的时候 ，We walk past his table. 我们就走过他的桌子。We see his computer. 看他电脑啊。We see all the files. 那些文件夹啦。Pen, paper, 笔啦，纸啦。I mean, at night. When he is not around, we can read everything. They are 下班了，我什么东西都可以读了。But he just let us use that place. He just 让我们去用哦。You know, without this man, 没有这位先生 ，we probably never had an office. 我们可能就没有办公室了。That was unreasonable generosity. 那是很不可思议的慷慨。I want you to. See the face of this gentleman that let us use his space. 请你看看这位先生。The the the man in the of course the man now right? Takan the baby right? Silly me. The man in the red jacket shirt is the kind gentleman that let me use part of his office. 红衣的那位就是那位慷慨的先生。I like to know that we are the co-founder of co-working space concept. 我们应该是呃创一起来创办这个。But the thing is this. 但是重点是 ，God works in miraculous ways. 上帝行事很神奇，很奇妙。Do you know who's that little baby? 你知道这位小宝宝是谁吗 ？Because when we first rented that office, that girl was this age. 我们在租这办公室的时候，那个女生是这么这么小。That little girl has grown up. 这位女生长大了。And today. 啊，今天。She is the girl that you saw in the video earlier. 她就是刚刚在影片看过的那位女生。Vanessa. 她就是雅文。You and I will never know. 你我从来不会知道。Where and how far our offering will go. 我们的奉献能够到多远，能够去哪里。You will not know how many lives you impact. You 从来不知道你会震撼改变多少的生命 Mr. Tong was so kind. Tong 先生那么的慷慨 Believed in us when there were twenty of us. 我们只有二十人的时候就相信我们了 Believed in us to share his office. 相信我们可以用他的办公室 Today, 今天 that little office has become a church for thousands of people. 这位小小的办这个小小的办公室现在成为上千人的教会了 You and I will never know where. Your generosity will lead to. 你我的慷慨，你从来不知能够到达哪里。It was beyond reasons for Mr. Tong to help us. Tong 先生帮助我们是不可思议的。It was beyond reasons for people like Keith, George, Kason, even my wife, to leave their comfortable corporate lives to join me in the team. Keith, George, 我的太太还有 Kason 离开他们的工作岗位来跟我们一起办教会，很不可思议。The Andrew. Joining us, <laughs> I, I'm blessed. 我很蒙福哦 Because in my team, 在我的团队里 I think my academic achievement is the lowest. 我觉得我的学术成就不是那么高 So I'm always very humble. 所以我很谦卑 My wife, first class honors engineering. 我太太呢是呃第一学士第一级 
Paji is like some successful, you know, corporate person. Paji is a very successful person. Pastor Keith is an engineer. Pastor Keith is a construction engineer. What else I have to say? You know, he's a thinker. No need to say it. He's our community's thinker. Pastor Andrew. SPM, how many? Hey, nine numbers. To work with me and my team, 跟我一起同工，跟我一起加入团队。Offering me what I do not have, 给了我我没有的。And then there was this Mr. Ng, 而这一位 Mr. Ng, who would lend us ten million in total ten years ago, 在十年前借了我们一千万。These people have no reasons to be so generous. 这些人这么慷慨是其实没有理由的了。This morning in this place. All of us are the recipients of their generosity. We today are these Because没有不可思议的人从来改变这个世界。因为没有不可思议的人从来改变这个世界。因为没有不可思议的人从来改变这个世界。因为没有不可思议的人从来改变这个世界。因为没有不可思议的人从来改变这个世界。因为没有不
Your tithe. 你的十一啊。Your offering. 你的奉献啊。Your missions. 你的宣教啊。And what you would give to the building fund. 还有建堂的基金。Which means. 代表说。If on an average normal month you give. One thousand ringgit as tithe. 如果你平常的每个月是一千块给十亿的话 ，and your building fund say is three hundred a month. 建堂可能三百块一个月 ，your offering is one hundred a month. 奉献可能一百块 ，and you give to missions one hundred a month. 宣教可能一百 ，so it will total up to fifteen hundred a month. 就是一个月一共是一千五了。You spread it out over twelve months. You 在十二个月付 So every month you get thousand five, thousand five, thousand five, thousand five. 每一个月千五，千五，千五，千五这样子奉献 Amen. Amen. Now, of course, this is the target. 当然这是目标了 Some of us. 有些人 Thousand five is way too low. 一千五百不算什么 Some can give three thousand a month, five thousand a month, ten thousand a month. 有些一个月三千五千都一万也没有问题 But a lot of us here are students. 但是很多可能我们是学生 Maybe your tithe. It's one hundred ringgit a month. 可能一个月你的十亿是一一块一百块。Maybe your building a building fund is one hundred a month. 建安基金可能一百块。Your offering is fifty ringgit a month. 你的奉献可能是五十。And your 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 missions is fifty ringgit a month. 宣教可能五十。You can give three hundred. 你可以三百块奉献。A month. 一个月哦。For the next twelve months, every month. 接下来十二个月，每个月都给奉献三百块。Amen. Amen. This is a guide for us to begin with. This is a guide for us to begin with. But everyone must give out of their own heart. But everyone must give out of their own heart. But everyone must give out of their own heart. 拍出这个二零一九年的套包。I know a lot of us will need time to count, prepare. 可能你需要点时间来做一点计算。Can I have the staff team? If you have any questions, the staff, the team will be around you. Uh, you can ask them. Uh, 你有任何疑问的话呢，我们的童工会四处走动，你可以举手问问他们，跟他们询问一下。I really want us. To pay up all our debts this year. 我真的很渴望我们今年可以付完所有的贷款。Church, I want you to know. 弟兄姐妹，让你们知道。In the last ten years, 在过去十年 ，with the loan that we have to pay， 我们所有的贷款当中 ，we never slowed down。我们从来没有缓慢脚步 ，we never backed away。从来没有回畏畏缩。We kept sending people out for missions。一直差遣人到到宣教合唱。We kept planting churches。一直在建堂。We kept going。一直勇往直前。But just imagine。但是可以想象吗？ If we don't have that, 如果我们没有这些的话 ，Imagine 2020. 想象在二零二零年 ，How many more churches can we plant? 没有了贷款，我们可以建多少的堂会 ？How many pastors can we send to Roma? 我们可以差多少个牧师去培训 ？How many bring a light project can we do? 多少个带光点亮可以做 ？How many more schools can we build? 多少间学校我们还可以再盖 ？How many orphanages and orphans can we support? 多少所的孤儿院跟孤儿我们可以支撑他们 ？And how many more amazing stories like? Junwei and Vanessa, that we can get to hear. 还有多少很棒很棒的故事，像俊伟跟雅文的故事，可以再听。You guys have been crazily amazing, 2018. 你们二零一八年做太疯狂，太够，太棒了。But I need us to up that. 但是今年我们要提升。I need us to really go all out and settle this once and for all. 今年我们要豁出去，要把所有的贷款清完。Amen. Amen. Really, some of us can give more than what is safe. 
真的,有些人还可以踏出你们的安全舒适圈,做更多。Students, one more time, it's not the amount. Pastor just want you to have a new habit of giving. Amen. Amen. Amen.